Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, so today I'm here with Pomo. Yep. So you were born in, was it Port Moody or? I was born actually in Vancouver. Oh. But, um, yeah. But I, live, I lived in Port Moody and I grew up there and went to high school there and stuff. At what age did you move to Port Moody? Um, probably like when I was like 13. Damn, 12. pretty young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon as I read that name, I felt like it was something out of like a Steers of Fortune events book. Like the I just, name Pomo? Yeah, no, Port Moody. Well, oh. I guess like the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you even like think of using like Port Moody for your name? Um, I actually I moved to Montreal um, and I was like I was playing in a band at the time and I got more into like producing stuff. Yeah. And I was just deciding on a name for the project and actually a friend suggested it because yeah he was like he was like why don't you just call yourself Pomo and I was like all right <laughs> it's, it's short it's easy yeah and, uh, it's, it's catchy. Yeah. <laughs> And were your parents also from Vancouver, or did uh, they no, move there? No, my uh, my mom is from uh, Russia, and my dad's from Damn. Portugal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So then they met there, or they met in uh, Canada. They met in Winnipeg, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. So kind wow. Of yeah. Do you still have connections to like Russia and stuff? Uh, I've never been there. No, I've been to Portugal, but uh, not Russia. I want you though. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Set up your VK like yeah, fans right? account, just like yeah. throw your fan base over there, like I'm Russian. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but are you close to your Portugal side, like culture-wise? And uh, you know what? It's it's just kind of weird because like growing up, you know, my mom's Russian, dad's Portuguese, so like yeah. apparently when I was a kid, I spoke like a bit of both. But like mm. growing up, I didn't learn as much as I should have. And yeah. And what um, brought there to brought them to Port Moody? Was there jobs or? Um, well, so like they, I think when they when I was first born and I was like a baby they lived in Vancouver and mm-hmm. Port Moody is honestly it's more of like a suburb so mm-hmm. they moved there to like kind of you know raise a family and oh, stuff yeah. so is there a few of you do you have siblings yeah I have one younger brother oh yeah. is he does he do music as well he or? did he did he like plays bass and oh. yeah but he's actually like in like he's studying like cardiology and stuff Damn, so that's a different <laughs> feel yeah <laughs> how do you describe yourself back then growing up um, I was like really shy mm-hmm. in high school and I kind of just, me and uh, my friend Danny, we kind of just hung out in like the music thing. And just wow. like played, just jammed, like, yeah. So super early on already, you were yeah, like, into I was, music. Yeah, I was into music growing up, yeah, for sure. Do you think your parents like put you onto it initially? Totally. My dad, well, yeah, both my parents, they said that they noticed I was like musical when I was a kid. Like, wow. they'd be playing music in the house when I was like a little baby. I was like dancing and stuff. Oh. So they were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they just Keep decided to <laughs> They put me in a piano, and then I studied like classical piano oh. growing up. Yeah, and uh, then I took guitar when I was like 12, and then for a while, the guitar was actually my main instrument, like through most of high school. What kind of music did our parents listen to at the house? Uh, a bit of everything, but like I like a lot of like Pink Floyd, like classic rock stuff. I grew up like on classic rock, like that was oh, my main wow. my main shit in like high school. Yeah, I was playing in bands, like doing rock kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I always loved like funk and like Michael Jackson, yeah. Prince and all the classics. Yeah. Stuff. And what do your parents do then? Uh, my my dad own, has a business. He does like telecommunications, so like mm-hmm. internet and, and phone stuff. And my mom like works for the company. Oh, yeah. that's 
cool. That's like a family-run yeah, business. Yeah, then exactly, did they ever yeah. like pull you in to try to help them? I, I did work for my dad for a bit, like in, when I was kind of in between, like moving them up. Before I moved to Montreal, I worked for my dad for a bit. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> they try not to like force you in anymore. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that music <laughs> career took off. Yeah. What were your favorite subjects back then? Uh, like in high school? Yeah. Uh, obviously music, but I, I honestly like I didn't try very hard in school, mm -hmm. and I didn't like. Uh, yeah, just didn't wasn't try. your thing. No, not really. <laughs> and in high school, how far did you go with the band? Did you guys like perform a bit? Uh, yeah, we played a lot of gigs. We played like you know just like high school gigs, like battle the bands type shit. And yeah, like, there was a few uh, venues around Vancouver that would allow like all ages shows. Mm -hmm. It would pretty much last like couple months because the kids would start coming and everyone would be drinking and they'd have to like <laughs> shut it down so there'd be all these like different spots you'd like rotate around like yeah was, like, the purple crab was one that was really funny <laughs> eventually the owner just has to stop it because like the kids just get too crazy oh my god yeah, it's fucking funny can you describe um the first performance that you had like ever the first performance yeah okay it was a uh, the battle of the bands at the jewish community center in vancouver and we got we got first place. Wow! Yeah, our band was called Voltage. <laughs> we, did, we were like, what do we call like? That sounds kind of legit. We needed though. a name. We're like, we needed a name. Yeah. We we're straight just doing like Led Zeppelin covers and like all this stuff. We yeah. just called ourselves Voltage. We were like yeah. 13 years old. So. <laughs> so are you Jewish then? I am. Yeah. Did you grow up with like a strong Jewish background? Um, not really, because uh, my mom like my mom's Jewish, but when she grew up in like communist russia you're not really allowed to yeah, like that's crazy. practice that stuff so like yeah. she moved here and she kind of got more into it a bit later so i didn't even really know i was jewish like we had a christmas tree and shit when i was yeah. really young and then like i did have a bar mitzvah and stuff but like yeah so i had a bar mitzvah but like when i was really young i didn't really know i was jewish yeah i feel like people can't tell that i'm actually jewish so really? cool. <laughs> yeah my dad is i guess that kind of sort of counts and i know yeah. it's meant to be your mom but yeah i always find it interesting to like find out yeah, what yeah. musicians are <laughs> and then so your parents have always been like supportive of you doing music from the onset yeah they've been super supportive yeah after high school what do you do uh after high school i was like my initial plan was to go into study music mm -hmm. and then i went on to do like at last minute decided to go into like television broadcast guy I love like film and I like technical yeah. stuff so I was working like with cameras and like editing but it was all like news kind of stuff and mm -hmm. I found it kind of boring and then like I dropped out and then I went to study uh, audio engineering so like oh. recording bands and stuff. Yeah. What do you love so much about film? Kind of everything. I, I loved like going to that television thing it really turned me on to like cinematography and mm, like yeah and just like the shots and I gained more of like an appreciation for film just through yeah. doing that. Going to college and stuff like get recommended like the people there like showing me all these cool movies and I just really got into it. Have you ever tried like doing videography? I did. I like I did for a while. I was kind of into it but then it just music just took up so much of my time. Yeah. I didn't really do it as much as I yeah. Yeah. Just, you know it's so time consuming. Mm -hmm. so. Do you have like a favorite director? Yeah like I have a few I guess like David Lynch like I like weird movies uh, like Obviously, like, Martin Scorsese and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Was college something that you wanted to do, or did your parents want you to get a degree? I kind of had to go straight into some type yeah. of school after. Like, my parents weren't going to let me, like, <laughs> kind of, like, do my own thing. Yeah. So, I, and I was, like, I was going to do music school, but I was, like, fuck, I want, like, a job after. I don't really want to teach. So, mm -hmm. I was, like, I did the, the TV thing, and then uh, I ended up getting a job after the audio engineering. Oh. So I got, like, I was interning at a studio and stuff. Wow. Yeah. 
Do you think you learned a lot from like that degree now looking back? Totally, yeah. Like they were super like hard asses at the studio I worked at. Damn. Like that they were like it was crazy. I wasn't even doing that much recording shit when I worked there. Like it's they're like making you do all this construction stuff and all this bullshit. Yeah. But like it actually like made because I was really I was like just out of high school when I went. So it kind of got me like geared up like I was working like tw like 12 hour shifts like just going in and it kind of got me prepped for like how much work wow, it is to like that's tour really good. and stuff and like working with like little sleep and stuff yeah. like that so kind of got me prepped for it. And then you were in a band that got pretty big right like the Panther. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Panther and the Superfly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like playing keyboards and um like making like running the tracks live and that's how I yeah. kind of started like producing actually. Yeah so in that band I was playing keyboards and I kind of started producing that's how I got into producing by producing for that band. Oh yeah, yeah. so then wait what about it that you had to start producing because weren't you just because on the keyboards or? Yeah well like it was you know the band like it's one thing so like when you record a band it's it's cool but like a lot of the dope sounds are made electronically you know mm -hmm. what I mean? If you just straight record a drum kit, like yeah. unless you have like the craziest gear and the most amazing sounding drum kit, it's gonna sound like it wasn't the sound we were trying to get. Yeah. So I had to like step in and start like learning how to do production stuff, and it kind of just like, yeah, just took off from there. Yeah. At what age was that band? Um, you... I think it was like sixteen. Oh, whoa, so like yeah, really maybe early a on. Bit older. Yeah, maybe like seventeen. But that brought you out to like Montreal, right? You guys decided on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would have been more like nineteen, actually. Yeah. yeah, when I started in that band. And then you went to college, like, during that time? Uh, I'm so bad with, like, dates. <laughs> I'm such a date-centric yeah, person. So it, like, bad. It's like makes you remember the stuff The years better. all get mixed up. <laughs> that would have been, the Panther band would have been right after college. Because oh, I was, okay. like, I decided, oh, so it was after college, and then I worked at the studio for a year. Yeah. And then the studio was taking up so much time, I was, like, all right. I kind of had to make the decision. I was, like, do I want to, like keep at the studio thing and work your way up the studio and yeah. like become more of like an engineer or do I want to play more and I was like I I want to like I'm young I want to like try my hand at yeah. like actually being a musician so yeah I, I went that route what was the turning point that you were like dropping all the bands off and just putting all your energy to Pomo um it was because we all moved to Montreal and it was like Honestly, it was like it was super hard because everyone's there. We all had to like get jobs and like mm. try to like make money, find a place, and also like show up to rehearsal yeah. three, four times a week. Yeah, not everyone could handle it, so people started to like a couple of the band members moved back, and the band mm. kind of split up. So I was just like, I just kept doing the Pomo thing. How early on did you find like Kaytronada? Uh, I met him in Montreal like one of the first weeks. One of the first like few days I lived there actually. What? It was at a show, yeah. Actually it's really funny. I actually just I was cleaning up my house getting ready to move here and I found this like folder of all this random shit that I had like saved. Oh my god. And I found a ticket from the first that show and That's I, I, I sent so it cool. to That's I so sent cool. it to yeah, He was called like Hatredomus and it was like yeah. yeah, I sent that to him and he was like, Holy shit. That's yeah, awesome. That was the first Wait, time. so when was that? That was like I think it was twenty thirteen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And then you just, was he even like popular by no, then? No, he was like, at the, I'll, I'll show you the ticket after, but it was like, just, you know, it's like Avec, like with Kater Damas, like at the very bottom of the ticket. And yeah. I saw him there and I was with Danny and we were standing like at the back of the venue and there was like barely anyone there. And he was there like kind of in the corner, like with his PC laptop, like 
playing beats and yeah. like, playing his own beats. And I was like, holy, because it was exactly like the sound that I was into. Like I was um. like, you know, this is like jazzy, like Dilla kind of shit. Yeah. And it was dope. So I just, I, afterwards I talked to him and we became friends. Damn. Yeah. Wait, so actually how did you, or your musical taste change from like the progressive rock to like the um, mellow? Yeah, piece? so like the rock thing, I, I mean, I, I just like all types of music. Yeah. So it, it was, I was always into everything. Like I loved Michael Jackson. I loved like mm -hmm. jazz and all this stuff. So a friend of mine got me more into like Jay Dilla and stuff and, mm. and uh, his influence um, really helped shape that that sound for me. Yeah. yeah. And then what happened after like you started building a relationship with like uh, Kaytrenada and you're sending songs, right? Yeah, exactly. And then he would like start putting my songs in his mixes and shit. Yeah. And then eventually, like one of the one day, I always tell this story, but it's pretty funny. I had a song, the first song I put out called "So Fine." Mm -hmm. I had like a demo of yeah. it. Yeah. And I emailed it to, to Kay and I was like, hey man, what do you think about this? And it was yeah. called like, it was literally called Fine Mix 2. Yeah. And then he's like, yo, this is crazy. And I'm like, all right, great. I'm going to finish it. Two days later, he hits me up and he's like, dude, everyone's asking for your song. I'm like, what are you talking about? What? He's like, and he's like, sent me the mix and he had put it on his mix without telling me and he named it so fine. <laughs> I didn't even name it that. He named oh it my that. god. Yeah. You were singing on it, right? I was singing on it. Damn, yeah. was that the first time you ever that like sung? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was that anxious for you for like the first song ever That's that you're I've, singing on and it's already out. Well, I, I thank him for that all the time because I probably there's like a high chance it would have never even come out. Like I might have yeah. just been like it might have been like, oh I should get someone to sing it or it just sucks. So like that kinda taught me that like a, that I'm kind of ready to start putting shit out more and that I shouldn't like overthink things yeah. as much. Did you ever think because that song did well that you would brand yourself as more of like a singer-producer? No, I knew I, I knew I like a yeah. one-off thing. I knew I'm not a singer. Like I honestly, that I did that because I was recording, I had another kind of project called Nouvelle Lodge at the time. Yeah. And uh, I was just recording Anthony and then I had the mic set up in the closet <laughs> and I was, I made so fine I had like a melody in my head and I just didn't want to forget it yeah so I just went in there and I recorded the the lyrics don't even like made they're not even like non-existent so I just I, I'm sure like two of the takes I say one thing the other two takes I say something different I'm pretty sure yeah um, but I just went in and I just like did it I did a take and I was like this is fun so I just kept like recording myself layering it it used to work at like American Apparel in Montreal like in the backstock Anthony was my manager and he was always like walking around like singing all the time and yeah. I was like yo like pretty good man and he's like yeah like I do this music thing and I'm like well one day we just met up and we started like making music together and it, yeah. we just got along really well so yeah kept we took it more seriously yeah so. what would you say would be like your break big break after that um or that you're able to like finally support yourself and like yeah. do it full-time and give you the, the confidence well, to honestly like the full-time thing like because the great thing about Montreal is that rent is so Oof. cheap yeah that you, it's great for artists like as soon as I basically got like signed to HWNW yeah. I was like working only like one or two days a week like doing mm -hmm. sound or whatever and it was e pretty easy to do music and support yourself wow. so yeah it was a pretty easy transition to yeah. be honest yeah how about, be as easy yeah. in Vancouver for sure yeah how about like as an artist in general what would you say would have been your big break that you were really able to push and like get your name out there um I'd say like my like probably doing the production for am I wrong on Anderson's project mm -hmm. I'd say that like I noticed like it took a while for that song to really got get where it is now but yeah 
um, and like people in the industry kind of recognize that I produce it, and I noticed like that just helped me out a lot. You know. Yeah. Like, how did you How did you actually meet Anderson? Uh, he hit me up on Twitter like in 2014 or something. Yeah. Yeah, he was called Breezy Lovejoy, and like, <laughs> yeah, we chatted I, just on Twitter, and then I was like, I was a big fan of his through. I heard him through the Mr. Carmack remix mm -hmm. he did of, of some of uh, one of Breezy Lovejoy's songs. Yeah. And then. Um, I was just, yeah, I was like, yeah, let's work together. And then the first song we did was Am I Wrong, actually. Damn. Yeah, it was funny. And did you think that you would ever win the award, like, in 2016? The Juno year? Award? Yeah, do you think you would ever win, like, a music award? No, I, no I was, like, <laughs> shocked. I remember Bowie called me and he's like, dude, like, you're nominated for a Juno. I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> dope. And the next thing you know, I, won I yeah. got it. And I was like, damn, it's crazy. Damn. Whatever. Did any? <laughs> you think your career blossomed from there, or like what is the outcome of that? Like that definitely helps it in Canada because it's a Canadian award. Yeah, it definitely helps, like you know, just within the the music industry in Canada, like getting you different opportunities and stuff. It, it helps with that for sure. Yeah, it's a good thing to have on your resume, I guess. Yeah. yeah. What would you, what would you say have been your biggest struggles so far? Oh, biggest struggles. Just getting the songs to be where I want them to like how I hear them in my head like mm -hmm. really getting them to like hit hard and like sound as full and, and rich as I want them to that's still it's still a struggle yeah but, like that's why like it took I, I took so long for me to put things out but like after my other project because I felt like I was still learning and stuff so yeah. yeah how do you think your music has changed from the early songs you put out compared to now um focusing way more on like songwriting and having the the songs develop and have more subtleties in them like I felt like my other project was really kind of loop based like you know it'd be like mm -hmm. part like part part and now I kind of like put more details in the transitions of the parts mm. and like making the song have more you know re-listen ability basically like you yeah. put it on again you're gonna notice something different like that kind of stuff yeah you know? yeah how do you think you've grown as a person since when you first started? Yeah, that's, you know, you change a lot, I think, like, honestly, I got really, like, a lot of anxiety, to be honest, yeah? from, like, yeah, for sure, like, it's just a different thing, you know, like, looking back on how I felt, if I think about how I felt when I first started and now, it's a lot different. I wouldn't say, like, maybe it's worse, but it's definitely, like, yeah. it's hard, you know? Is the anxiety from, like, pressure, because now more and more yeah, people are watching sure. you? Yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. How do you deal with it? Um just I try to like meditate and yeah. I try to like just you know eat healthier and yeah, stuff that's like that cool, yeah. yeah when did he start like focusing on meditating and stuff um like a year ago probably yeah. I mean, I'm not really crazy at it but it's like you know if I'm feeling like really shitty at sometimes you know I'll be able to focus more on it and stuff and yeah yeah is that difficult <laughs> to do with like the whole touring thing like it meditating is, yeah. and like even eating healthy sure. is like pretty it's hard to get difficult. in it's hard to stay in like a a pattern of being able to do the same thing because you know it's like you're home for a couple months max and then you have to go yeah. travel for a while go somewhere else you know it's just moving around it's hard to get in like a, a pattern where you're able to like live kind of healthy yeah you know, it's kind of hard yeah how do you think your career will change now that you've moved to LA well I'm hoping it's going to be like I notice when you're out here like there's so many opportunities like you're always in different sessions with different people mm -hmm. and like and uh, yeah, you just go to someone's studio, next thing you know, they're like, yo, come here. You're meeting all these crazy people, yeah. like people you've never heard of, like, and kind of like there's so much happens here that 
you get a lot. It's really yeah. inspirational to be here. For sure. And you couldn't do any of that like when you were in Canada, or was... you you can, but it's definitely a lot smaller of a scene. So like, yeah, you're kind of it's just you. Like it's basically just a lot of just you. You know what yeah. I mean? It's you kind of get in your own head. It's nice to be able to meet with people and bounce yeah. ideas off like people who are really killing it at what they're doing. Do you think that actually helped though? Because you were able to like fine tune your sound like before other people's like opinions and everything just like that yeah. whole like Canada phase where there's not so many people maybe you could like find the Pomo sound better yeah that's definitely true and like especially like Montreal had a fairly small scene but it was a really like it was an amazing scene because there's so many different types of producers mm -hmm. and musicians but everyone really got along like people would come to each other's shows that would be totally different and that wasn't happening in Vancouver so yeah. it was really cool like yeah that definitely I think helped take it to the next level yeah. for sure yeah Last question. Yeah. What do you want to be remembered for? Uh, I guess just making like just good songs, just mm -hmm. really good songs. You know that yeah. last for a long time. That's kind of my dream, just to have like to make songs that I'm really happy with and yeah, put a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, no Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>